What's going on guys? Welcome back to the Content Marketing Playbook. I'm your host, Josh Culler, and today we're gonna be talking about a very interesting topic that um, I've really dug really deep into over the past couple of months. Um, I've been doing content marketing for a long time, but um, really wanted to dive deeper into the messaging behind your content marketing and what you're actually going to try to achieve when it comes down to it. And so that's what this episode's gonna be about is the messaging in your content marketing. And yes, more or less, I'm talking about the actual like verbiage that you're gonna be putting on your websites and your videos and that kind of stuff, like the titles of your videos and then the copy and that that stuff. Um, but talking about how you can leverage content marketing to amplify your messaging to your audience. Uh, again, whether you're a real estate investor, active real estate investor, you're a wholesaler, flipper, or you own a cake shop down the road, or you own a, um, you know, a fitness gym or whatever you wanna do. This is going to be relevant to everybody. So make sure you listen in. I'm going to run through some really key points that you guys can um, take advantage of and make sure that you implement into your content marketing. Uh, most of this is going to be like article stuff that you're putting on your website and a lot of video. Um, but again, this is the content marketing playbook. So I'm going to tie it in with marketing in general, but it's geared specifically towards content marketing. So, uh, for my podcast listeners right now, I am actually Facebook live. So if I, um, you know, hesitate or if I am reading a comment or something like that, you're going to know. So, uh, that's okay. And then you could, you know, friend me on Facebook. If you want to just find me Josh color and yeah, we'll be good. Um, but anyway, so let's talk about this identify who your service or product is for and not for. So this is my first point. I really want to like hit on this because it's extremely important. When you're when you're creating your content, whether it's, you know, a video, an article, it's an image, whatever it is, you really need to dig deep and identify who your messaging is for, right? So who's your product or service for? For instance, I, you guys know, and you know, podcast listeners, you know that I talk a lot about real estate investing because that's the primary audience I work with. That's my clientele. And so let's just use an example here. So if you're a wholesaler and you're, you're, you're um, directing your marketing towards motivated sellers, you need to be very clear and upfront who your service is for and not for. For instance, if you create a video talking about how to work with you, one of the first things that should come out of your mouth is, hey, we don't work with people that are looking to get top dollar for their property because you are looking to, you know, maybe you put a lot of um, time and money into it and, you know, updating the property and you got a new, you know, fence around your backyard, you redid the roof and that kind of stuff. As a wholesaler, I don't do that. I buy distressed properties. I buy properties that need some work because I'm gonna sell that to a fix and flipper. I'm gonna sell that to a buy and hold investor. That's what you need to do is identify that person. So at that point, you've identified, um, you know, hey, we're not looking to buy a property from somebody who is wanting to get top dollar for their property. You know, it's a retail property. For that, you need to go to a real estate agent and deal with them, not an investor. So that's one example that you really need to like dig deep into. So for instance, like for me as a content marketer, when I I'm talking to a client on the phone. Uh, just today, I, I was—I uh, had uh, somebody message me and and said, um, "Hey, I so somebody tagged you in one of my posts and said um, you're an Instagram uh, expert." And I replied to him and said, "Hey, to be 100% real with you, I wouldn't say I'm an Instagram expert, even though I've had a really big part of growing a lot of Instagram profiles." I told him, "I'm like." I am not that person that is going to like, I, I'm, I'm identifying him and, and saying like, if you're wanting to like 
really grow your Instagram and you're looking for an expert, you know, somebody that's going to grow your following and that kind of thing. I said, I'm not your guy because what I specialize in is results content marketing, results driven content marketing. Um, so whether that's on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, it doesn't matter. The content that I am creating for my clientele are, it's, it's results driven. So we establish a goal for those results um, and because we want to measure a very specific ROI and then we create content around that. And again, whether that's on Instagram, we're not married to the platforms. And so I, I identified that and I told him like, Hey, if you're looking for that specific like piece, then I'm not your guy. But if you are looking to get results through content marketing, whether that is on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, whatever you want, then I'm probably your guy that you want to talk to. And I, so I identified him right off the bat and, and made him think like, okay, and, and what help, what this like helps do too is get people in the right mindset of, uh, when they're going to be talking to you on the first, the first point. So like I messaged him that back, I think he replied to me and I'll be checking that here in a second, but he replied to me and, and said something in effect of, you know, we need to talk then. And so, you know, when we get on the phone, he's going to have the expectation of like, okay, you're not necessarily an Instagram expert. You're a content marketing expert. And that's like, that's the best thing that you want happening because um, now he knows what he's getting himself into. And that's the whole point here is identify and, and uh, you know, one of my good friends, John Martinez likes to call it labeling. And that's the, uh, you know, a sales term, label your audience. And you can do that through your content marketing, whether that's through your video articles, the messaging on your website and that kind of stuff. So that's the first thing. The next thing is in your messaging, ask the question that they're asking. So a lot of people shy away from doing this, especially in video, you know? So for instance, one, one thing is like a lot of people like to say, our, our, uh, our service is different from the rest of the competition, but then they don't say how their service is different from the rest of the competition. Um, so that's a, you know, that's a big piece that you're leaving out. But the important point here is that you've got to ask that question that they're asking, because the reason why you want to do that is you're getting that question out of their mind and onto the table. And by doing that, you're building rapport with them. You're building trust with them because they're saying, you know, this guy isn't BS. He, he's, he's wanting to get down to brass tacks. I mean, have you ever, have you ever listened to a podcast or watched a video, um, somebody pitching something to you, whether it's a course or if it's, um, if it's a product or a service and they just beat around the bush the entire time. That's what I'm talking about. Don't be that person. Be the person that wants to lay it all out on the table right from the get. Because when you do that, you're building really good rapport and authority and credibility with the person that you know could be your potential consumer. So get that question out of their brain. So for instance, you know, if let's just say for me again, you know, I'm a content marketer. That's what my service is. And if somebody is thinking subconsciously, you know, I've dealt with other Instagram and in, you know experts. I've dealt with other videographers. How are you any different? What, what, what's your different, like how, what's makes you stand out from the rest of the competition. And for me, I tell people like, A, I know marketing, B, I know real estate and C, I know content marketing and I know content marketing that drives results. And I pair all of those together. That's what makes me different. So by, by giving a video out there and putting that out there for uh, all my platforms and, and telling people that then that automatically answers their question that they're having. And that's what content marketing is. It's answering people's questions. So you wanna get that out of their brain and out onto the table. 
Um, you know, for instance, again, if you're a wholesaler, uh, real estate investing wholesaler, and one of your target audiences are people that are going through foreclosure, you need to answer that question and say right off the bat, and you know, one of the opening statements in your video should be, hey, are you suffering from foreclosure? That's like that, you know, that, that the reason why they're watching your video in the first place is because they're suffering from, from foreclosure and they probably saw your thumbnail that said like, get out of foreclosure or your title that says get out of foreclosure or whatever. You need to get that question out of their brain and onto the table because then that's going to, it's going to make things easier when they're actually watching your video. Because what it does is it creates, you know, one of my favorite words is relevance. So it's creating relevance with them. And by doing that, you're building that trust. So that's the next thing. Um, so another, and these are like kind of one-off tips that I'm giving you. And so uh, just ch take these for what they're worth. But the next one is testimonials. And you guys know I'm really big on testimonials, uh, whether that's through video. I see a lot of people that, you know, those screenshot text messages that they get from one of their clients or um, one of their consumers or whatever. Uh, they'll screenshot their Google reviews and, and that Facebook reviews and that kind of stuff. So um, you could do all that, right? That's that's more than okay. But here's an idea for you. on your If you have a website, obviously you should have a website. On the testimonials page, don't have the messaging of, um, you know, here's what our clients say or here's what our consumers say. Have it in a way that you're, again, asking, like making them get that question out of their brain. So you might say something like, are we really going to solve the problem of X? Are we really going to solve the problem of getting you out of foreclosure? Here's what our, um, or he here's, let's see what others say about getting out of foreclosure when working with us, right? So I, I kind of butchered that a little bit, but you get it. So you're not just saying, here's what our clients say, here's what our customers say. You're saying, if you really have this problem, are we really going to help you? Here's what our, the, the people that we actually have helped have to say. And then below that, then you have the the videos of the testimonials. You have the screenshots and all that stuff. So that's something I think, you know, I've seen that on um, a lot of testimonial pages. And I'm like, man, that's really good that people are doing that because you're not just, you know, a lot of times, you know, when you're putting testimonials out, it's more of a praise for you as opposed to like showing people that you can help solve problems and get people out of a specific situation. So you really want to make sure that you're, you're letting people know like, hey, I'm not just putting this testimonial video out there to try to get you lured in. I'm actually showing you that I can solve the problem that you have. I can actually alleviate your pain points by helping you with X. So make sure you do that. The next thing, the next piece of content that you could really do um, with your messaging, and, I, and when I work with active real estate investors, and I do um, one day on-site shoots with them, and any of my clients will tell you this, is one of the first things that I tell them to shoot a video on is the pros and cons of working with you, like maybe maybe the specific industry. So again, let me go back to real estate. So you know, if I'm with a wholesaler, I'm telling them shoot a video on the pros and cons of working with a real estate investor that's a wholesaler. Right. So for instance, one of the cons, and there's, there's not a ton of cons. I always like, we always have problems coming up with cons. Uh, but one of the cons is, you know, you're not going to get top dollar for your property because we're not retail buyers. We are looking to buy at a deep discount. We're looking to buy distressed properties. We're looking to buy properties that need, um, you know, some work done to them because we are going to, you know, turn around and sell that to an investor that's going to buy and hold it. That's going to flip it or whatever. So you got to acknowledge that the pros and the cons, obviously here's, here's what I would frame up. If you're doing a video on the pros and cons, I would do the cons first because that's like, okay, so here's what, here's what I always give an example of. 
Um, and let, let me finish this thought. So you you want to do the pro the, the cons first. So you're doing let's say you're doing a video on the pros and cons of working with a real estate investor. Do the cons first. So we're not going to buy your your house at full asking price because we're not retail buyers. That's one of the cons. And then you know whatever other cons you come up with. So do that and then do the pros of working with a real estate investor. We close quick. We close in you know seven to 14 days on your timeline. We can help you move out. We buy as is. You don't have to make any updates to the property. Um, we buy all cash, not like actual cash. Like we'll wire you the cash. Um, but you know, we're not, we don't, we're not getting financing. So we don't have to wait for that kind of thing. Um, so those are all the pros, right? So you say that. And the reason why I like this strategy is if you've ever seen the movie Eight Mile, right? So a lot of you know where I'm going with this now if you've seen the movie Eight Mile. At the end of the movie, Eminem, he, you know, it's a, it's a rap battle, right? So if you haven't seen Eight Mile, it's basically a movie about Eminem and how he got to where he is. And throughout the movie, he's doing these rap battles with people and he's living in like, you know, the ghettos of Detroit and everything. And so at the end, he has to, he's in the championship round with uh, this other guy. And the first thing he opens with, so he went first, right? So they take turns and rapping, uh, you know, rapping with each other and trying to go at each other. He went first. And what he did was he laid it all out on the line. So he got made fun of throughout the entire movie. Um, you know, they were bashing him for specific things. And, and, and so he laid that all out and basically like uncovered all of his, the things that he was getting made fun of and all his weaknesses and putting it out there because the rap battle was meant to um, actually like bash each other. Right. So it's meant to like, you know, slam each other and that kind of thing. And so he just laid it out there. And then this other guy, he had nothing to say because you know, there, there was Eminem laid it all out on the line. So he literally didn't say anything during his session. And that's kind of how the movie ended. So that's, that's kind of the, the, the thought process here is you're laying all of your cons out on the line and that builds trust with people. Cause then they're like, okay, this guy's for real. He's not BSing. And, and that's like the direction you want to go with it. So think about it that way. I, I really like that strategy. I think it's excellent. And I've seen it work many, many times. Um, the next thing here is focus on what problems you solve for the customer, not what your company can do. So again, going back to a real estate investor, instead of using the messaging, we buy houses. Now I know this works, right? I know this, this, this works and it still does. Right. And, and I know I'm probably going to have people that are like, oh, it still works, but you know, you know, you're wrong, Josh, we, we, we get results from, you know, we buy houses messaging all the time and I get that, but you can also get results from other things too. So, you know, you might use that messaging and something else, but, um, instead of saying we buy houses, say we can help you out of foreclosure. So instead, you know, I've, I've been in real estate for seven years, been a marketing director and, and been a part of many, many deals. And some of the signs that we put out were we buy houses, right? So you're gonna put out those those bandit signs to try to generate some leads because you're gonna have people that'll call off those bandit signs. But in addition to that, put out, you know, if you know that a very large portion of the people you buy houses from are going through foreclosure or they're probates or um, if they've gone through divorce, you know, whatever, whatever your like highest, I guess, lead source is when it comes to the pain points, Create some messaging, create, get a bandit sign that says, we can help you out of foreclosure. Stick that sign in the ground. You're going to get people that will call that because what you're doing is you're relating directly to their pain points, especially if nine out of 10 leads that come in are going through foreclosure. Dude, you better be doing that. 
Absolutely. And then your website should say that you should have tons of video content out there that says we can help you out of foreclosure. And here's how that, how we can do that. Um, whether that is just buying, you know, their, their property directly from them or however you can solve that problem for them, but make that very known. And you want to do that in a way of not praising yourself, but praising the customer or not praising the customer, but showing them that, Hey, I know your pain point. I see what you're going through and I have helped people out of that situation. Here's how I can do it. Create videos on that, you know, all the messaging on your on your website and stuff like that needs to have that. Uh, so I got two more here, and then we're gonna wind it down. Let's see what what time are we at? We're man, we're going on twenty minutes. So normally these are shorter, but I wanted to drag it out a little bit more because we're Facebook Live right now. So I appreciate everybody jumping on so far. And uh, hey, Marco, you if you're still on, you rock too, brother man. It was awesome hanging out with you last week. So um, the next one is yeah, I see all those hearts and likes coming in. Um, so the next one is focus on you and your language as opposed to we and I. So again, going back to that previous point, I talked about, you know, instead of saying we buy houses, say we can help you out of foreclosure. So you're using, you know, still you're saying we can help you out of foreclosure, but you're, you're saying you inside of that sentence, we can help you out of foreclosure. And, and you see the comparison as opposed to we buy houses, you're just giving the messaging about yourself and not, you know, saying anything about the, the, the end consumer. So think of it in that kind of fashion is, you know, where can you incorporate the word you and your as opposed to we and I, because when you say we and I, you're directly relating it to you. You're not, you're, you're, it's almost like you're not even paying attention to the, the end consumer or the customer. So think of it in that way. And there's, um, so uh, one of the sources that I'm getting some of this information from is uh, they, they did a study on websites that, you know, they ran a, lamp, a bunch of analytics of websites that had um, you and your language on it as opposed to we and I, and you and your just dominated by far. And I think it, you know, it depends on the industry too. But when you're focused more, and, and this is like, this is gonna be a lesson, not just on your website, but in anything that you do. The more you focus on the verbiage of you and your and focused on the, the person that you're helping, the more results you're gonna get when it comes to um, trying to convert them. So the last thing that I got here, um, this is probably gonna be the biggest nugget for you guys. And, and, I, and I really, really want you to take this and actually do it. So if you are doing any kind of video content, you're doing any kind of, um, you know, you have your website and I know a lot of investors, you know, you guys use Investor Carrot and um, I had uh, Adrian Dinez on, on my show for the REI Marketing Weekly Newsletter. Um, that's gonna be going out here in a couple weeks. And we talked about this a little bit, but if you have call to actions, let people know through your content, which it might be um, the, uh, an actual text as opposed to a video. I think a video might be better, but you could have a text too. So when you have a call to action, let people know what the next step is in the process before they take that previous step. So let me give you an example. Um, you know, if you're, if you're a wholesaler, Typically, you're gonna and, and you're doing digital marketing. Marketing. Typically, you're gonna push people to a landing page, which will allow them to fill out their information: name, phone number, email address, property address, um, some more information about the property, whatever, uploaded pictures, and that kind of thing. Instead of just having them, you know, the messaging might say fill out the form below, and then it's got all those fields, and then they click submit. Have a video up top that says, "Here's the process of working with." ex um, house buyers have a video that literally from start to finish takes people through the entire process of what it's like to work with you one of the biggest reasons people don't convert or they actually don't fill out your web form 
is because they have no idea what's going to be happening next. They're they're wondering like, okay, now that you have my information, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to you know put it on a list and then you're going to spam me? Are you going to sell it to another agency? You know that kind of stuff. Those are the things that go through people's minds, especially you know an end consumer that's not familiar with marketing. They don't know how it works. So let them know right off the bat. Here's what's going to happen when you fill this web form out and have that before they fill the web form out. So you might have a, you know, you might have uh, here's the order of it. So you might have um, fill out the web form below, but watch this video first on the process of working with us. And then there's a video that's two or three minutes long that says, okay, once you fill out this form, the next step is going to be that we are going to give you a call within 24 hours and find out a little bit more information about the property. Then after that, uh, if, if you decide that you want to kind of move forward with us, then we're going to come out to the house. We are going to do a, a walkthrough. We're going to look through the house and see if see what needs to be done, do our evaluation. And then we're going to, you know, X, Y, and Z. Literally walk them through the entire process from start you know, from the start, which is like they're filling out your web form, what happens after filling out the web form, all the way to the closing when they get wired their money. Like I would take it all the way that way. And I've even seen some more advanced stuff where uh, one of my good friends, Tyler Andrew does this out in uh, Boise, Idaho, is he'll set up an email campaign and we shot videos for this specifically, but he'll set up email campaigns, a drip campaign for these, um, for people that he gets on his list. And each video is like, 60 seconds long and explains like, Hey, we haven't heard from you in a while. You filled out our web form. We would love to talk to you. Here was the next step of working with us and you're guiding them through that. So I know a lot of uh, marketers out there will tell you like when you get your website developed, you want people to um, get pointed in a specific direction. That's why you always hear like, keep your website clutter free. There needs to be one very specific and detailed uh, call to action at the very top and then point them in the direction that you want them to go, whether that's to a, um, a web form or whether that's like call me or whatever it is, you need to point them in the right direction because people want their hand to be held through the entire process. Um, so you have to think in that way. And when you were doing this, act like you're talking to a four-year-old. Now I'm not meaning that in any kind of demeaning way, but there's some people that they just don't, they're not, you know, they're not skilled enough in marketing to know like, okay, once I fill this out, what's going to happen? Um, am I going to wait a week and a half until you give me a call or do, is there a specific timeline? Like if you say, I will give you a call in 24 business hours, then that's what they're expecting. And then, you know, next is you better follow up with that and actually do it. Um, but that's what you got to be thinking of is guide and direct your audience to where you want them to go through your messaging, but explain to them, Hey, once you actually fill this out, here's what's going to happen. Um, and, and that's what I do for all of my clients. When we shoot videos, I always have them give a call to action at the end and say, um, you know, fill out the web form below and someone will be in contact with you shortly to find out more about your property, period. And that's, that's like the end. It's very easy, but you, so in your brain, you may think it's easy, but somebody that's watching it and they fill out that web form, especially like if it's a daunting web form, if it's 10 questions long from the first like web form you have them fill out. By the way, don't do that. Only have them fill out like the bare essentials and then move them to the the, the longer one. But they're going to be apprehensive at first because they have no clue who you are, especially if you don't have any content out there to um, establish authority and credibility for yourself. So 
gotta explain what's gonna happen and then move them to that next step, explain what's gonna happen, move to the next step, and so on and so forth. All the way to closing. And that's what you wanna do. So that's the tips that I got for you guys. Hopefully you uh, found some value in it and it helped out a lot of you. Um, thanks to everybody who jumped on the Facebook Live. I appreciate it. And I uh, had some people leave some comments, so good stuff. Uh, maybe I'll do this more often. We'll see. I don't know. It, it depends on where I'm at in the country or, or the world. Um, when I'm recording these episodes, but this was a lot of fun. So if you have any questions, reach out to me, josh at colormedia.com is my uh, my email. Well, my website's colormedia.com, but my email is josh at colormedia.com. Um, if you're on Facebook Live, you can also direct message me if you have any questions about anything content related or um, real estate marketing to, uh, related. This is what I specialize. I only work with real estate investors, um, and that's, that's kind of my bread and butter right now is content marketing for, results-driven content marketing for, real estate investors see i'm identifying it so um and you're welcome melissa glad you enjoyed it um but that's going to be it and make sure that you subscribe to the content marketing playbook head over to any of the platforms that you listen to podcasts on uh apple podcast spotify stitcher uh, pocket cast google podcast whatever all of them just search the content marketing playbook and you'll find it there and you can listen to all the other episodes i think i have 12 episodes out there so you can listen to all of those and binge on it and they're all very short, sweet, to the point. You'll have fun with it. So again, reach out to me if you have any questions. Thank you for joining today and I'll catch you on the next one. See you later.